0: What's up? It's your main man, Mitch, and together we are the wise guys. What's up, O? What's good, brother? How you doing, baby? Doing good. What's up? Doing you good?
1: I'm good, man. Having a good day so far.
0: Oh yeah. Hey, we're
1: gonna talk about fatherhood a little bit today.
2: And then we definitely gonna continue to show support to these black businesses
0: out here, man. And we got a new segment for y'all today, man. Y'all, let's see what it is. Okay. So
2: let's get into fatherhood, man. Let's jump right into it. What
1: let's you... speak on
0: it. Let's
2: speak on it. This Father's Day weekend. Yes, it is, man, and it ain't no, it ain't all a hoopla like it is for Mother's Day. And I don't see nobody selling uh, cologne and drawers on the corner right now. Nope.
1: But we we'll gonna show love to all ain't the fathers, man. Shout out to all the fathers, man, that's that's trying, still in their kids' right. lives, doing what they gotta do. Grandfathers, uncles, you know, some people that act, you know, mentors, people that father-like figures in people's lives.
2: Exactly, man. Well, let me ask y'all this then: What does fatherhood mean to you guys? You know, like for me, I start off for me, uh. It's been everything i mean my daughter only four but uh when she wake up in the morning it just brings so much joy to me even when i put her to bed at night it's you know all even though you had the bad moments you know mm-hmm. acting bad but that's a part of it but i wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world i mean if somebody would say right now if you know i'll make you a trillionaire instead of being a father i, I would turn down that money in a heartbeat like my daughter is my my world so yeah. I love being a father, and I enjoy fatherhood, man. You don't want Oprah's life? Nah, no. <laughs> I, not, not if it comes to the cost of my
0: daughter. <laughs> I mean, for me, I got two daughters, one on the way. And I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm scared. Because it's new. N- not because it's new, but because, like, you always want to be there for her, right? hmm Yeah. And, you know, it's going to come a time when something's going to happen, you're not going to be there. Right. And then eventually, one day, it's going to be on somebody else to take care of them her yeah, husband right so the vulnerability is, right yeah it's really it's like, tough
2: yeah but isn't that the essence of being a parent though you know because eventually you have to get them prepared to to live without you i heard somebody say a long time ago if your child isn't prepared to live th- live in this world without you you didn't do a good job as a parent
1: yeah you
2: know that's so that's i think point. i think that but I, that fear is definitely real i feel the same way you know i have it it's part of me too i mean it's just something for me and to it's hard to pass that off to somebody that responsibility. To somebody else definitely after you've had it for eighteen or twenty five or thirty years. Whenever your yeah, child right. decides to get married, yeah, but
0: it's it's not the prepare part. Mm-hmm. It's the protecting part.
1: Right. Yeah. It's
2: right. It's
0: like oh, you know, I'm not here, so hopefully nothing happens to you. Mm. That's that's yeah. it's the scary as fuck.
1: Yeah. You try to get them. You try to get them. The tr- you know you really want to trust their judgment. Mm. You know you really want to develop them. But eventually it becomes their life. So,
2: I mean, eventually, I, you no matter what, you're going to have to give them that whole, the path to torture them anyway. Eventually mm-hmm. they take f- full responsibility. I mean, yeah, you're still there for them as support, but eventually you got to let them walk on their own, you know. you got to let, you know, like the ducks that you see cross the road, you got to let them cross the road by themselves. Yeah. You know, you can't lead them. For me, it's hard to
0: find that balance. Mm. Like, you don't want to be too strict. Yeah. Cause you know how I was back in the day. Oh, man. The strict girls no. was the wild girls. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then if you give them too much Corrective room, because they yeah. wanted to be rebellious, a lot of them. Yeah. Then if you give them too much room, they wild anyway. So it's like, yeah. how do you, how do you balance the shit? I don't no. know. That's I'm still, that. I'm still learning,
2: bro. I, I, no comment. Like I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I definitely don't have that. I feel you, like you about that. I don't ask yeah. for you, bro. Do it what you, what you got?
1: I was late in the game with becoming a father. You know, I uh, waited till I was 32, but I just did not want to have a child with somebody I wasn't going to be with. Mm. Um, but the thing about it is, man, I always wanted eventually to be a father, but with the right situation. The thing was is every um, <clears throat> great leader I looked up to or read about, all of them was accountable to mm. something. to the And more, more, more times than none, it was their family. It was always their family their children they always lived through that they, they it was just something for them that they had to do and and a lot of those men were respected the way they they became fathers it matured them it helped them it gave them a new level of accountability and development into and doing way greater things like you had something to push you even more than where you were at even it was even though it was a lot of times like you said how tough it is and the vulnerability of it all but it, it pushes you in a different way I believe.
2: Now let me ask you this, then: Where do you think that fits with the past generation? You know, Mitch brought up how uh, kids, you know, girls' fathers back in the day were, you know, who were strict. They tend to be more wild. Uh So, how does that bridge to now with us? You know, like Mitch said, like he's he's fearful of, you know, not being strict enough or too strict, and that could result in his daughters going, you know, the way he don't want them to go. So that being said, how is men? How, you know, fathers, how do we walk the line? What do we do to walk the line? Should we, is it the way that type of relationship we have with our daughters? Should we expose them to things at a younger age so they can kind of know what's out there in the world? Or I I guess that's my question for you guys. Like, how do we walk the line? How do we
1: be in the middle? Yeah, because you, you want that, you want them, they're your princesses, your daughters. But I think our generation, we're learning to be a lot less callous Mm -hmm. and insensitive And I and I can appreciate that, cause mm. I think you know the before, like you said, Mr. Fathers were hard. There's a lot of fathers hard and tough on those girls. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, like you say, you've seen them rebellious moments, and also the moments where sometimes, a lot of times, some men took it a little further than they needed to, as far as disciplinary action too.
0: Mm. Like for me, I've never hit or spanked my daughters ever. Wow, for real? It's like it comes Who to the point. It comes to the <laughs> point where. This is just me speaking. Mm-hmm. My daddy beat me. Okay. So, what's wrong with my man beating me? Mm-hmm. Why, why would I leave this man? My daddy beat me all my life.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I don't want them to ever feel like any man should put their hands on them.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I don't do it. No, that's what's up. That's dope. I definitely spank my daughter, that being said. But I don't knock them for <laughs> it.
1: <laughs>
2: and it's like I respect, you know, I never looked at it from that perspective. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, man, oh, man, my daughter a handful, bro. She definitely got a lot of me in her. And it's yeah. like uh, I, my, my mom and my dad with me every day, every day, till, like, I was, like, 12 years old, bro. There's no lie. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's interesting, man. That I guess really that's it. That is yeah, really good. That's, that's I really know interesting. know the thing
1: about it, though, is, is certain people know the environment that kids is coming mm-hmm. up in or know, you know, things about their child. Like, they know they'll test the barriers, and there's ones that won't just to bear, like they got so much respect and love for you, and sometimes they just hereditary, just inherited it. Yeah.
2: But you know what? I guess it's also how you go about disciplining them. If you just whooping them for everything they do, yeah, then that's different. You over know, the it's just it, over the top. And it's like you gotta, it has to be love behind it. You know, yeah. it has to be explanation, and it's something that I had to learn too, because it's like again, we're men. Sometimes they do stuff and it's just your natural thing is to, you know, yell and scream and, you yeah. know, you want to whoop them. And as time to go on. She did got older. Time to go on as me to mature as a father. I did not understand that. OK, I need to pull back. Sometimes I just need to sit and talk to her. And even my wife, she really helped me with it as well to just, yeah. hey, explain to her what you want to do. Explain to her how you want her to handle things, because I think a lot of times. Like you said, it's hereditary. We see it from our parents, mm-hmm. yeah. and we say, "Okay, this is the way. This is the right way we're supposed to discipline our child." Because if it worked for me, it can work for them. Right, but that's not right. true. And you, you mean know? aggression
1: with aggression? Exactly. And that's and that that's a that's a tough point. And and that and and like you just said, Mitch, we needed that perspective. We mm. needed to understand that that perspective. That's so that's so much needed because women will grow up with that. Exactly. process Process. And, you know, she get to high school and, you know, a lot of us seen silly stuff like that in high school. Like, yeah, girls yeah, getting beat sure. and, and beat down and all that. And stand with them. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, unfortunately, I, you know, it was two girls, like, and around that time I know of that died. And uh, uh, before they even was 20 years old, of domestic violence. So, Damn.
0: But for me, like, I got good kids. Like, they don't do too much bad shit. Mm-hmm. But when they do... When I yell, mm-hmm. that's all it takes. Like, they sit their ass down.
2: Mm, okay. You know what I mean? And that's and it's pretty much the same way for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it's rare when I have to actually, you know, get at her or get, you know, like, and I'm. it's not even a whooping. It might just be, hey, you know, come here real quick and maybe a tap on the leg or mm-hmm. something like that. But that's it. But now she's getting older, she responds more, truthfully, to just a conversation. Yeah. Like, I tell her, like, you know, daddy not happy with what you did. Yeah. And it's like she get the ball and like, oh, daddy, I didn't mean, you know, and it's like, okay, let me explain to you. Why I'm not happy And that's the thing That I'm trying to do more of As I move forward Let you know why Let me let me explain to you Why you're in trouble Let me explain to you What I want you to do instead So you won't repeat this behavior Man
1: Beena man She don't listen to me at all yet <laughs> <laughs> Duh, She don't listen to me at all It seemed like I yell at her Scream Like for not her not to do something And she get a taking off on me I'm like man What do I do I don't even like I'm still I, I'm gonna be honest I still sometimes, like, I really think, like, man, am I being a good father? Like, I really sometimes be in my feelings about it. Like, man, I don't even know if, like, sometimes, like, like she don't respond to me like that. Like, to her mom, like, how she does her mama. Mm-hmm. Like, like, dog, she even be calling me by my name sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like, I but hate that, dog. She will
2: changed over time. I mean, she's still young. She, But at the end of the day... She come and love on you. Yeah. She come and kiss on you. Come with, and hug your mama ain't around. But she do it though. Shit. I'm telling you. Bro, I'm like, you I'm a
1: grown good. man in my feelings about my daughter. Like calling him on my name. I'm like, no, I'm your dad. I'm your real dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, quit calling me Dewey. You know what <laughs> be pissing me yeah, off. Like, real, man, bro. she... Then, you know, daddy, when I got candy or something, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm yeah, like, she it? playing me already? Like, this kid know how to manipulate. She ain't even two yet.
2: Yeah, she knows she, know she got you wrapped around her finger already, yeah. bro. That's it's, what it is. It's tough,
1: man, and and uh, I don't, I don't want to get into uh, bashing fathers this Father's Day weekend, mm-hmm. um, but man, we, we, we seen some uh, examples of fathers being callous and being insensitive and being harsh, and just not caring. And, and but the thing about it is, them fathers, we know who they are, and we identify who they are, but man, we got a whole different mentality now. Yeah, it's different now.
2: Yeah, and I much respect to this generation. This generation has, did, and there's still a lot of brothers out here who not stepping up and handle their responsibility, but I only can speak for our circle of yeah. people that we deal with, people we grew up with, our friends, that we we are in our kids' lives, you know, even if it's a situation where they're not with the mother anymore, yeah. but they're still making that effort to be in their kids' lives and not just to... Financially, be in their life, which is, uh, is is important. But to be in their life and what the kids are involved in, mm-hmm. you know, I and mean, spending time with them and being a real dad. Gotta and, give them time. Yeah. I'm proud yeah, to they say definitely that. Definitely got to do that. Everybody
1: in our circle, like for real, they and they 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 take care of their kids. Yeah, they do. I mean, I love that about our circle, man. We. We make sure we, we definitely we hold each other accountable. We do things with each other and with other kids and you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and understand that that's all love, man. And that's something that, that
2: we definitely have to keep doing as men. Absolutely. Like black men as we move forward and we setting up the next generation of black men coming after us, you have to hold even though this is your friend, y'all kick it, y'all do your thing, if you see your friend not doing right to his kid, not being in his kid's life, you gotta check that friend, even if it means losing that relationship. Yeah. You gotta let him know, Hey bro, this not right. I don't yeah. care what's going on with you and that, you know, the mother. But you have to be in that kid life. And then sometimes you have to take a loss in certain scenarios, but you need to do whatever you have to do because that kid, they, not, they
1: can't compute what's going on between you and the mama. And sometimes, you man, know? like, for real, we don't do that enough. Like, man, hey, man, help me out. like, Because mm-hmm. some men may not realize they're doing it wrong. Like, hey, yo, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to do that. I'll, man, I'll call. You know, I don't mind saying something to one of y'all like, yeah. yo, I don't know what's... <laughs> I'm doing wrong here at different points, and man, that's that's dope when you be able to do. It. You sh- men should be able to do that. They, you just you know. did it.
2: You know what I'm saying? We on the podcast. You just yeah. you know laid it out that sometimes you know you feel like yeah you know you and your daughter you know not on the same page, and it's you know what we just yeah. did is encourage you. Like, bro, yeah. we was there before. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll be good. And my my daughter was the same way. Yeah. You know, I'm about yeah. to start over. Right. So you be dealing with it again. Yeah, <laughs> All over yeah. again. Hey, bro. Although this is our holiday. We all know, man. Mama, you know, mama is is law, bro, in the household. So it's, no matter if I think if it's a girl or a boy, the gr- the kids just gravitate to the mama first. So yeah. it just take us time to you know really to set that you know get that yeah, I that a lot love. know,
1: like she gonna be a daddy's girl. When? <laughs> <laughs> when does this happen? Cause it ain't kicking in yet, man. For real, dog. She don't even rock with me like that, dog. It was like you don't have another kid. Ask me a stupid question or You don't have another kid. I don't even know if this one like me. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> you know like, what, this is it. Like, duh, what I'm saying? Like, dog. I'm actually yet?
2: scared about having another kid for that, man. Cause it's like me and my daughter. We didn't, you know, build that relationship, and you know, we, we got our little names. We call each other and the little. And I'm like, dang, like man. What if the next kid we have a boy? Man, he gonna be like, man, I ain't messing with dog, man. I'm chilling with mama. And it's just, yeah. we just never, like, get that, that bond like me and my daughter have. So I, I I understand that, bro.
1: Why ain't y'all tell me how many times I had to watch these cartoons over and over again? Bro. Y'all left what? that part out. Bro, you gotta
2: watch him, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm Olaf right now, bro. Like, she calls me Olaf Daddy. Like, I literally have to talk <laughs> like Olaf when I wake up in the morning and she comes bringing the bear, And I am Olaf most of the day. Like, she don't call me Daddy throughout the day. It's literally Olaf Daddy. <laughs> And I have to talk like she'd tell me and I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, Morgan, you know, go ahead and, um, you know, clean room up. She'd be like, no, you have to say the Olaf voice. But, <laughs> what? I'm
1: daddy. Nah, uh, come on.
2: So, yeah, man, it's, hey, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out happy there, father's man. Day. Happy
0: Father's Day. Man. Enjoy it. We're going to get Enjoy
2: them ties. It. Yeah, ties, cologne, and uh, ladies, don't forget the underwear, baby. Yep.
0: I don't wear underwear, though. Whoa.
2: And, and moving on, <laughs> we're going to take this time, man, and shout out, you know, our black business, man. We definitely want to continue to support y'all. Uh, the black business I want to shout out this week is Sean King, King and Queen's Customs, man. This dude got me together one day for the Juneteenth shirts, man, and the Father Day shirt. This dude, you can find him on Facebook, Instagram. He a good brother. Check him out, man. Him and his wife, they do great things, man. Get with them.
0: And I want to shout out my man, Brian Davis, over at Homes by Brian Davis. You can reach him on Facebook and also on Instagram at Brian Davis.
1: Bianca Lovely is who you contact. She's on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. She also got a website, pureblissexposure.com.
0: Keep supporting black business, everybody. So now we're going to start a new segment that we call Black Movie Review. Yes, sir.
2: All right. Drop
0: that shit, Matt. Is there, a heart? Is there a heart? I think you guys have what it takes to go all the way to the top. To have love. A new to have film by Robert Townsend, with a lot of music Some people run at the first sight of and a big heart. Well, well, the Five Heartbeats. I want you on my label. Let's make a deal right now. That's right. You know what the hell it is. The Five Heartbeats, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, the cult classic that came out
1: in '91. Mm-hmm. Damn. that came out '91, right? He was a baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed like it, you know, was watching it around that time, like '95, '96. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, shit. What the movie was? What based upon the uh, Temptations, the, mm-hmm. the Dells, yep, and uh, Jackie Wilson, right? Frankie Lyman. Yep. Mm. Sam Cooke, damn, damn, James man. Brown.
0: You said he pulled a, he pulled some out of everybody. Yeah, he pulled something, yeah. The four tops, he pulled a little
2: bit. Cause out I think the scene where um. My man getting hung out the window. I think that's based off Jackie Wilson. I think that happened to him. And Vanilla Ice. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, so let's let's get into it, man. Uh, what's your favorite scenes from the movie, man?
1: Uh, It's going to be the one when they actually got together at the end at the barbecue. That's one of my favorites. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a good scene. Another one is when they actually came and talked to Eddie Kane that second time and was like, hey, we need you to testify. We need oh, to, you know about what, against oh, okay. Big Red. Yeah. Right, right. And then uh, one of my other favorite scenes is when they first heard themselves on the radio.
2: Oh, yeah, that scene was dope, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. That scene was dope. Was, was I good. think that was fitting, too, because if you think about it, when the movie came out in 91, a lot of people, you know, our parents was, you know, around our age during that time, and mm-hmm. they grew up in a time where singing was like rap now, where everybody rap right yeah. now. Yeah. Singing was the thing back then. Like, my uncle was in a singing group. And they said, like my mom tell a story about when they heard on the first time on the radio, they was it was similar to that scene. Mm. So yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Right.
0: I mean, my top three scenes was the first scene I got was like when it first came on, and Eddie Kane slid on the stage running from them guys. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes that. too, the opening scene, bro. Yeah. My next scene after that, when uh, Duck pushed <laughs> that old nigga off the piano. <laughs> that shit was funny. You know said, why I mean, he looked at her first though? My man was shaking he was his like, head like, he was like I can't, JT. Like he got it he in, in like,
1: pocket, like.
0: <laughs> and my third Favorite scene Was when the Choir boy invited Duck To the church Oh yeah Yeah, yeah that I mean, was a I was surprised Eddie man. Kane was singing Like that shit was was real And yeah. just the point that Him and Baby Doll Were still together yeah, And all yeah, that yeah. shit That was good I think people
2: forget Dog How cold Baby Doll yeah. Was singing too Because the opening scene Baby Doll is the one On stage singing With her singer group
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like people forget.
2: And she was clowning. I wonder, can she sing for real? I I wonder if it was actually
1: her (laughs) voiceover.
2: It could have been, because she was good, bro. (laughs) For real, man. Well, my favorite scenes again, the opening scene. Mm -hmm. I just like the montage of you kind of showing how everybody coming together. You know, you kind of getting, you know, all right, Doug is the guy with the, you know, he's the music guy. JT's the ladies guy. And speaking on that scene, bro, how did he have sex with that girl? The other group was already performing, bro. And they was like, all right, y'all up next. Man, he had to hit her and get downstairs in probably a a minute, dog. That's
0: all he had in it. (laughs) That's all I needed. You know what? Speaking of opening scene, who is Bobby? Bro, it has
2: to be the guy that um, Eddie Kane was playing cards with.
1: That a bully on class act. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Right. He is a bully on class act, bro. So it was going to be what Six guys in the group
1: event- No it was five together. part. Doug wasn't supposed to be In the group originally yeah, he, oh, was gonna that a, he
0: was going to
2: be an artist I mean yeah. he was going to be Just on the piano right Yeah he was writer
1: oh, And producer So got you, got you, got you. he wrote the music so I wrote in five part harmony Five part harmony Because he was producing And writing for them then. So I guess we
2: can All say that Bobby died right Bobby did uh-huh. Yeah Bobby did R- R.P. T-D's Bobby
1: got shot In both his legs In my
2: other good leg <laughs> Damn
1: <laughs> Yeah but Yeah
2: Bobby did so, so the
1: bro. opening scene For y'all Y'all like it from the From the, from the part where It was the poker Game. I, two, the,
2: oh, the whole two? opening scene, bro, is oh,
0: Okay. Okay. But back to your I other thing.
2: Oh. oh, uh, my other two was the we haven't finished yet scene with Doug and his sister singing. For me, it's personal because me and my sister growing up, we did that scene every time this movie came around. <laughs> of course, I was Doug because my sister a, even though she was the oldest yet, yeah, bro. We used to act <laughs> out that scene, dog, like in the front room. And it just meant so much to us, man. And then the third scene was uh my third favorite scene. It's the, the hallway scene when Dresser find out he got a kid oh, on the way. yeah, man. And um, that they come decent. in there. It showed how close the group was, right. you know what I'm saying? Because he like, I'm about to lead the group. You know, he didn't know what to do. They wasn't making any money yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, they, you know, it showed Eddie Kane Jr. side of, hey, you my dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you my money. Mm-hmm. You know, here. Yeah, yeah. I got and then your back. You, I got your back. And that was dope, man. They were like brothers mm-hmm. for real. For real, man. So I guess my next question would be, what's your favorite song, bro? <laughs> Mine's That's in the middle, bro. Off rip. When they came out with the in the middle and the uh, Doug came out playing a little instrument, probably looking fr- looking fly, bro, that's the, my favorite one. What's the name of that song? In the middle. Yeah. In
1: the middle, yeah. yeah that's middle. my favorite too. That's Man, how no, I was right. like I go with that one. Yeah. I with with I guess I'll throw another one in there then. You go know, ahead. Nice like this, right, pain, <laughs> With pain drops of law. That that the way they performed it. Is it that because
2: I mean? of Eddie K later, bro? That's the your favorite. That was, okay.
1: like that was a messed up scene. It was hurt. It was hurtful. I, it's funny they kept their composure through all that. They
2: do Because the, <laughs> <do. laughs> I would have been laughing, bro. I'm sorry. I would have. They would have had to uh, run that scene back a couple times, but, uh My next question would be, who is your favorite group member? I think this is big right here, man. Mm-hmm. For me, it was Doug. Mm.
0: Because watching the movie again, it seemed like the movie was really based around him. Oh, because good. he put the group together, yeah. he wrote the songs, and then he was the one that got married. He the one that decided, like, I'm done with this group.
1: Because yeah.
2: he was the underdog. Yeah. And they were the underdog, too, if yeah. you think about it. Because when they first came out, um, and uh, when they signed with Big Red, they were still, like, at the bottom of the uh, the little sign they had out there. Yeah. It wasn't until they first real hit, until they really was, like, the showcase group. And, uh, yeah, I, God, that's a good point. Because the guy in the beginning played them. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like, they say they better. Then a temptation, yeah, because yeah, I
1: think that was their cousin, right? We'll see. No, nah, that was the other the announcer. Cousin. Okay, the
2: other group cousin. Yeah, yeah. the one who got uh, the, um, from the group who was uh, getting hung up, up, upside oh, down. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, bird, bird. Yeah, okay. In the yeah, midnight. Okay. The midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was, that's actually Jaden's yeah. dad. Uh, for real Reckless speculation. That, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but uh,
2: mine's just choir boy. Choir boy, bro, bro, okay. man. Choir boy had a hell of a uh, like. He was first shot then he went from being shy to being like, okay, I'm getting the confidence. I'm, uh, you know, he got into with his parents yeah. about the, you know, he lost his identity, period. Yeah. When, he lost you know that, what when he left that Bible. Yeah, hey, yeah when he left the Bible, rock. you know what I'm saying? Call me Rock. <laughs> 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 then he low-key tried to become the lead singer over Eddie yeah. Kane, even though I know Eddie, all his parts. Yeah. Eddie's thinking <laughs> it's Flash, and it's his own man who's trying to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then at the end, he was really instrumental in the group breaking up because- at first, he thought that it was Choir Boy cheating, uh, yeah. cheating with his wife. But come to find out, he knew that JT and them was getting together, yeah. and he never said that. He was so, speaking
1: through Choir Boy exactly. JT. Used to be, That's why Dresser was laughing. Like, nah. hey, let me serious.
2: Yeah, bro. So <laughs> I, I really like Choir Boy art. And then, like you said, based off your favorite scene, Mitch, he the one who brought them back together at the end. Yeah, he the one who he sent Choir the Boy letter. Did really yeah, did. he sent the letter, you know what I'm saying, to, uh, to Doug and set everything back up. So, yeah, I like Choir Boy. Who you got to do it?
1: It's lonely at the top flash man, man. get out <laughs> of here bro it's lonely at the top man yeah, flash your is your favorite in two weeks. you know what's funny is when he said it, it should be a record stores in two weeks i'm like this nigga was already recorded oh yeah he was a snake bro <laughs> and while they was getting that reward he was already on his way out but i think he had the, he had one of the best voices he's about his business yeah. I, I i liked it a lot
2: but from there i'm gonna jump into <laughs> the the question that's on everybody mind. <laughs> Who you got between Flash and JT in that iconic scene then, bro? I have. (laughs) Tell him, (laughs) Mitch.
1: JT. Man, he let JT shine, flash. Man, what? Flash. He took that shit.
0: Flash's flash. voice
1: was way better.
0: What?
2: Just in case, he took yeah. that shit, bro. Cause. JT or uh, Mitch, we together, bro. JT Man. for sure, dog. <laughs> okay. When JT went back on stage, he hit him with that little dance move, bro. In that bro. moment, that in that moment,
1: it. JT got his chance to shine. But he, he wasn't.
2: Him. He wasn't on flash level. Man, he beat him in that moment. That's all that you know matters. And
1: Kane knew he was a threat. That's why he went at him. He, he was like, you want to beat me? Spot.
2: How did the field beat me? Right. He was high as hell saying that shit. Yeah, and then when he came, you can't replace
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the hallway when he came in. He's like, oh, man, Eddie, you're drunk again. He he knew he was like, You ain't gonna get it because you ain't got it. He was yelling through that double flash. Man, he was man. mad as hell
2: at Flash, bro. When he you here, man, hey, you tripping, though, bro. JT and that okay. scene all day long.
1: I know it's a controversial thing, but man. I, whatever. Man, I feel like that about Flash. But let me. So,
2: so if y'all in that, okay. Let's go into the movie, bro. A little bit. Mm. You, my man, sitting next. That's your girl, dog. That they singing to. Mm. What y'all doing, man? Oh, the
0: one that got all wet and shit.
2: Yeah, and then you know you just get up and leaving like dog. That was his wife actually. Cause no, she said was, she was married. The
0: show's over with. Cause we fight. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm swinging on one of them for sure. You gonna you gonna give my girl your jacket <laughs> and tell her to, to hold it like she's holding you. Oh hell no. You gotta fight both of them off, rib though. You gotta you
2: kind of have to punch both. The girl? No, you gotta punch the dudes. You gotta punch Flash and JT. Oh, get yeah. his
0: ass
1: beat then.
2: I mean, you might just take that L then. All right. Take that L.
1: If it's for me looking at it, just from the outside looking in. First of all, dude was about skinny as hell with half his hair. He looked like a <laughs> simp, <laughs> and he married this broad. It's like he married like he, he a might, sugar he daddy. That that brand, that's bro. what he looked like a Sam sugar <laughs> daddy. That and then he not about to fight because he was a simp to begin with. But I'm saying,
2: saying like, it's man, you man, though. This, it's this you and that's this dude sitting at that, that sitting there with your girl right now. And that happens bro and she the same thing happened what you doing bro oh yeah you got me fucked up you fighting exactly <laughs> you bro up. we all walking home oh yeah i ain't coming to get you you better get <laughs> this uber <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: if it's <laughs> me you... man my girl ain't acting like no that no no there. no we can't, uh, you, no you can't can't say that we said <laughs> you just saying it, no, it was me, said no we said based
2: off that scene <laughs> yeah. if you was oh, okay.
0: if y'all was in that scene yeah.
2: and that's you Real right life. there and she does the same thing that that lady does what are you doing bro yeah you got me fucked up somebody better call that one one immediately <laughs> the show was over with, uh,
1: straight up, bro. Smacking the mics out there, Get the- you gotta fight
2: the, <laughs> all, you gotta fight all five heartbeats after that. Bro.
1: Yeah, I know it's going down then. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Well, Fuck it. <laughs> all right, man. What's your favorite lines
2: from the movie, man? <laughs> oh, of course the business always a nine to five. Yeah, that's uh-huh. that's the. Like, that's must, bro. Of- We still say oh, that shit
0: to this day.
2: Man, that scene oh, is man, just like man. That scene right is so now, funny because. Man, you just realize how much Big Red don't give a fuck, bro. He don't care who's there. He go, he to do what he wanted to do, man. He yeah. evil, bro.
1: And Big Red, was evil. <laughs> well, he came to the funeral <laughs> the nigga he had killed, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and cried,
2: bro, and, and went to the casket and started booing, bro. Like he was really crying.
1: Duh, he pulled that off, man. Man, he pulled that scene. But you know up.
2: what, though, that scene that scene actually comes from um the guy who played yeah, Big Red. We'll he was a Shakespearean actor, and he mm-hmm. got that scene from um King Richard, oh, that wow. play. And okay. he put that in the movie himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So that that him going to the scene crying and then going over to her to talk to her, mm-hmm. I guess that's from that play. I never saw that. Shout out it, to but, Big
1: Red, their yeah. original Suge Knight.
2: Man, what? OG, Triple OG. <laughs> Man, <laughs> one of my favorite lines is uh, Eddie Kane when he said, uh, I don't need an ashtray. The whole world, as ashtray to Eddie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I'm> like, what? <laughs> nah. Uh, I think my favorite line, uh it had to be. With Sarge And they was in, <laughs> they was in there he don't let it right Yo ass can't cash yeah. He was he, he knew He was like right, Hey look You better be ready Cause I'm coming with it But Sarge was definitely He, he came in over the cane That threw me all off When I was young Like dog This nigga moving like this Man I, I We cannot go past Another
2: iconic scene In line from the movie mm-hmm. When the white cop tell him How do I know y'all A singing group Why don't y'all sing Something Saying something Y'all say y'all He singing, says, bro. sang bro
0: I'm saying something
2: and that, you know what? Yeah. It's kind of crazy, man. Um, Robert Thompson was before his time because for him yeah. to put that in a movie, it's definitely parallels to that shit right now with what's right. going on. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. it's like, it set it up so perfect. Like you said earlier, Mitch, yeah. he left his Bible, you know, when he was getting to it with his dad about, yeah. you know, being in the group. And then right after that, they jump right into, damn,
1: was, they get pulled over. I'm trying to remember if that was before or after the part when they met up with... Uh, uh, it was. The, the Big Red... It exactly when they seen the album cover, yeah, it was out. Okay,
2: so they was already like lit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, y'all to put these white dudes on our album. The, the yeah, four, yeah, the Four Horsemen. <laughs> Dog. No, was that, no, that wasn't who was on the album. It no, was that's, like a, like the,
1: that's who they tried to they get. It was on the beach. To mimic them. Man.
2: Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, like, it didn't have shit to do with the fire heartbeats, bro.
1: Dressing was like, man, I think it's all right, man. <laughs> His old Uncle
2: Tom ass. He but was the was first one though?
1: started singing. But was he? Uh, he was trying to play it safe, man. I don't I, think he was really... I think he was just trying to play he had it safe. Remember, a, a he of had of a
2: time. family, bro. Yeah, so he, he needed the, the money. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm he saying? He looking at it like, yeah. shit, we need this cash. But yeah, I think that's how you would right. take it, though, from watching it back then. Like, oh, dog, uh, you know, light-skinned dude, only light-skinned dude in the group. Like, he on some mm. Uncle Tom shit. Like, no, nah, I don't think it was that, He though. tried
0: to get that money
1: because he
0: had yeah. another kid on the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough,
1: man. You thinking about those times? You like, man, I... What would I have did in that situation? I mean, shit, we dealing,
2: we dealing with them. It's still happening yeah, today. So. Not
1: like that, though. It's worse. Shit. They would have got
2: shot today. You think
1: so? <laughs> we talking about this is set in the 60s. They... This was 68 or
2: 67,
1: I believe. Yeah, right. I think it was like 67, 68. It was a different. They was a lot more scared than, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, because you, you, you go back to that scene, um, Jimmy and Sarge uh, was sitting off to the side. Yeah. So the only people they was really shaking down and checking was the group members. Mm, but right, I don't know. Right. Maybe that, that was just the way they set the scene up, though. Yeah. So... Another line I got is Big Red. You know, you heard it in the trailer when he like, uh, "What you want? <laughs> I want you on my label. Let's make a deal." Like he was just so like yeah. on it. Like from every, you know, soon he met him. Even when they hooked up, when he first met him and uh, gave him the card, like he was on it. then. like, hey, I want y'all on my label before they even asked if they had a manager or anything. So yeah. But no, he
0: was really on it when they start. They started getting booed the second time they had, they performed. Yeah. Mm. And then they brought it back. Yeah, mm.
1: he was watching them. Then he, he, was watching, was he, like, he, was he was like, he was into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: like hey, boy's give good. up. That boy's good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> when they was in the, uh, was they in the club or the bar? When uh, when Big Red was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Big Red did that dog. He, <laughs> bro,
2: he was like the perfect villain for that movie. though. Yeah, like was. you need him, man. For sure. I think if it wasn't for him, like the movie probably it wouldn't be as uh, loved as it is today. Cause the, that that nine to five line is the line that yeah. if you bring up the movie and Eddie Kane line, them two lines that you probably gonna go to the most. Yep. Yeah,
1: That's right. yeah, man. And Eleanor, Eleanor, Eleanor.
2: He all hit, he hit it in the when he first met her. Try to kick. She pulled her hand back the first time they met. Him. She
1: knew he, how yeah. he was cut, mm-hmm. but yeah. but Jimmy knew him. He's like, I'm gonna talk about the old bootleg warehouses. Jimmy knew him. Mm. They knew how he was cutting. I think she did too. Like, I don't trust him. Mm. <laughs> what y'all think about when uh? <laughs>
2: Doug, like, you know, Doug was trying to get on, you know, well, basically, he was writing poetry to his wife, right? Mm-hmm. And, well, his suppo- became, supposed yeah. to be wife, right? And when he went back after the song got on the radio yeah. to show itself, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? He went to the door, and she kind of played him in, and then later on, when that song went gold, yeah, she came on the scene, you know, to party and was like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> And he Like and
0: y'all he, still say that right now. And he <laughs> took, hey you, hey you again.
2: <laughs> And he took her back though. Like he and we still do that shit now too, bro. She back it. on. She back <laughs> on. <laughs> we just couldn't let it go. And man, wow. so was he? Man, was he the the instrument of his own destruction,
0: bro? Cause she yeah. wasn't shit at the beginning. Yeah. But
1: yeah.
0: his brother ain't shit though.
2: Most definitely. Like JT wasn't shit. From he the, was shit from the, the very beginning. Yeah. From
0: shy brother. <laughs> look at ah. that dumbass look on his face. He shot like that. Nigga. <laughs> and now he was, that you mention it, right. working JT you nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right
1: it. Duh. every night, I gotta prove my love. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> <laughs> Another
2: instantly. great live, bro. Instantly, instantly, bro. He about to, and I'm pretty sure he went to go help his brother fight after he hold him.
1: Yeah, but he did you see how he was smirking though? Like, yeah,
2: because <laughs> he knew oh, yeah. he was like, You hold his That shit crazy, bro. Well, man, let me hit y'all with this last question real quick. The Flash saying he was leaving the group push Doug over the top? I don't think so. So you think he was leaving I think, already?
0: I think it was over.
1: Yeah. I think the shit was I over. I absolutely agree.
2: I disagree, man, because if you watch, when you watch that scene, he kind of, like, laughed, you know, to himself. When Flash, you know, make them comments, say, you know, go buy my new album and all that stuff. So I think at that moment, that was like, you know, what I'm done too. Oh, you
1: think you really think that was his I think point, That was his like, breakpoint right point in the moment.
0: Oh, that was <laughs> his breakpoint for
2: sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking. Like, the, the, like it's the, not that, even worth it no more. Yeah, like that was oh, okay. it. Like I don't think he was gonna say what he said before Flash said. If Flash just woulda, you know, thanked everybody for coming out and you know and kept it moving, but I think don't he it seem just... like
1: that he kind of had that? already, like, well, uh, somebody once said. That you know, Duck would be a great writer once But he paused he felt before. Pain. He
2: was pausing a lot, like he, he was really taking his time like he was gathering his thoughts.
1: Like you didn't think he wanted to put it out there like that. You nah, think that not he wanted first. to keep it he would have kept it at home and nobody would have really yeah, known.
2: I think we'd have cut it to them later. Okay. I really do. Man. But yeah. it was gonna be over anyway.
1: It was a public embarrassment.
2: Right. And it was like, literally like that's the end of the group. Like it was that was the breakup right there. The movie there started out with him
1: seeing that 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 that, that magazine saying where that where are they now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That when was, he was it. At the beach, he, he became the successful one for real. Yeah, because he, he was, was caked up. <laughs> he had a beach.
2: Because right after that scene, it showed him, like you said, it showed him at the beach.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how much they really needed him, though. Yeah, for sure. For real. He was the backbone. Like Matt is. We appreciate Matt.
2: Most definitely, bro. Hell oh yeah, Matt, the background to this. Yeah, back, backbone to this. No, group don't for don't sure, do bro. us like
1: that, dog. Don't wait till we get lead, Lord to dip out on us, bro. Nah, man. <laughs>
2: well, look, man. Thank everybody for checking us out this week on another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast.
0: And please like, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Wise Guys Podcast Detroit.
2: Also on Facebook, the Wise Guys Podcast. And it's the Wise Guys signing out.
0: Until then, be true and be you, baby.